Welcome back to Lucid Living, and if this is your first time, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy to have you aboard. My name is Andrew Larkin. I'm an actor, model, performer, storyteller, breathwork coach, and today I'm going to be your host, your guide for today's podcast episode. All right, my friend, let's start with one nice, deep, expansive, beautiful inhale through the nose, and remember as we inhale, we're going to expand the belly, the diaphragm, nice and big, nice and big, like a water balloon. Hold it at the top, exhale out the mouth, bring that belly back to your center. So let's start by grounding ourselves in this moment. And let's begin by exhaling all of the air out of our lungs in three, two, one, out through the mouth. And inhale through the nose in three, two, one, inhale. Big belly, big belly, big belly, hold at the top. And exhale it out the mouth. Nice and long, nice and long. Remember, if we want to do activation breath, so activate our body, sympathetic nervous system, bring energy to our body, we do a a longer inhale and a shorter exhale. So it looks like... If we want to balance our, ourselves, create this state of equilibrium, then we can do a box breath. So equal inhale for three or four or five, and then exhale for three or four or five, same distance, and we can do it like a box, so that's in for four, hold for four, out for four, hold for four, and keep that rhythm going. And then if you want to rest and recover, really slow down, get into a parasympathetic state, rest and recover, rest and digest, then that looks more like inhaling uh, on a smaller count, so inhale for two, or inhale for four, and then exhale for six or eight, whatever feels right, but the exhale is always going to be longer than our inhale. Just some little reminders to bring awareness to our breath, and we can really change, completely change our nervous system, move forward with mindfulness, love, and I think, again, just anyone who practices, studies, learns, understands breath, and makes it a daily practice, they're just, you can feel the difference. It's amazing. So, that is my gift to y'all. I just guided my mom in a breathwork journey. It's actually been a couple months since I've guided a journey, and it felt just really good to be back and just hearing feedback uh, from my mom. It's just always, always, always blessed, always feel blessed. And I know she's in the other room. She's probably listening to this right now, too, whenever this comes out on Monday, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Also, RIP sends so much love and respect for a man who went through so much, went upstream and fought and fought and fought for what is right. And it's people like that who have gone through so much struggle but have such a strong vision and a passion and a purpose, such a strong purpose. And... Not everyone, and that's that's really threatening for a lot of people, you know, but it's those people that can still push through because they have that strong why, they have that strong purpose and mission behind them. And the gift, he had a gift of public speaking, he had a gift of bringing people together. And that's why we remember the man and it's just, feel really blessed. And it's amazing how there are really a handful of people in life who create that big of an impact. And it's, um, it's always just really exciting. And I don't know, I think personally like I'd love to aspire to make as big of a splash as that but also it depends on timing and placing and where you're at at a certain state of the universe and what your cause is what your mission is what your purpose is so it's never about comparing yourself to others but using the past using our history using you know now our ancestors and people who came before us to propel us to be the best versions of ourselves and lead our life of purpose and, and our mission and all that beautiful stuff. So things have been pretty cool. Things have been pretty cool. Connecting with some friends. Work was really solid. I was at I was I was at my shift last night. 
and shout out to all my my director Stacy, love her so much. And but there was this girl who was playing this one game, and she it's you know it's where there's a there's a a ring and you gotta it's attached to this rope and you swing it to try to latch it onto this hook. There's like a nail uh, sticking out on the wall and you gotta swing it and and land it so it it's, it sticks. It. It's really weird to explain, <laughs> but it's really challenging. And this little girl, probably like nine, ten, eleven, twelve, maybe. Uh, she got it, and I was like, ah, gave her a high five, and then, you know, was running tables, and then came back, and she was like, hey, do you want this? And she made, uh, she must have pre-made it already, but there was a, she gave me a bracelet, so I just feel really blessed, and that was such a beautiful moment. So life has been pretty cool, life has been pretty cool, I'm feeling very blessed, a lot of cool things happening, got rehearsal tonight, we're doing headshots tonight, we're doing blocking tonight, things are starting to get pretty real, you know, we got about less than two months now until our, our first performance been doing vocal exercises every single day so getting a little bit more confident so we're in the goods we're in the goods we're in the good state the good state i've been reading a lot I finished a couple books and now i'm reading this book called moon walking with einstein yeah moon walking with einstein and it is uh, all about memory and i'm so stoked to learn about this stuff because this is a skill that nobody taught me and nobody teaches in school. is It's really kind of goes along with Jim Quick's Limitless book because he actually recommended this book in his book, which is how I heard about it. And it's about teaching you how to learn. You're learning how to learn. Nobody teaches you how to learn, how to retain information, the power of memory. And it's a, it's a muscle, it's a skill, and it's something that completely atrophies because we just don't need to memorize. It's not a necessity in today's world because we can write things down. Even like, I'm talking like, there are exercises that they're going to explain in this book that predate books, you know? So how do you pass, how do you memorize information? There are all these skills and there are people who memorize absurdly amounts of things. They're like, you know, there are like, it's a whole sport, you know, these think tanks, these, these great thinkers and the things that they can accomplish in regards to memorization, thousands of, of of digits of pi and you know two decks of 52 you know cards forwards and backwards like being able to memorize it's it's amazing it's amazing and the whole kicker is is that everyone who does it and is competing says they have actually an average memory and that anyone can do it you just gotta you just gotta do the training you gotta practice you gotta work at it you know just like anything and i just think it's one of those things that we don't need to work at so we don't work at and i'm I feel like that's the greatest party trick ever, you know, like what a superpower to be able to memorize all that stuff. So I am in, I think that's going to be one of my big goals in 2024 is to really improve my memory. So I'm really, I'm very excited about that, but <clears throat> getting a little sidetracked, let's dive into today's episode. I want to title it modern times. And if you're familiar and with Chaplin's work and are a fan of uh, silent films, black and white films, you might think I'm talking about his film, Modern Times. I am not. I am not. I am talking more about the state of the world today. Because I was... Where did it start with? I think it was actually... So I was reading Patrick Rothfuss's The Narrow Road Between Desires. So he's probably one of my favorite fictional authors. The world that he creates in The Name of the Winds and A Wise Man's Fear. I read both of those books last year. And The Narrow Road Between Desires is kind of... It's not like a full, full, full book. It's kind of like a, a spinoff on one of the characters. And it just brought me back into his world. 
and this is a time a world again that predates industrial revolution predates technology you know everyone you you trade goods you trade information you trade you know rumors you trade inside knowledge you know the the style of living is so vastly different but it's every time i read it again this is like in the past like like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years ago why am i craving that you know this life the hundreds of years ago like why shouldn't we be shouldn't forward be better than backwards you know it's like this crazy thing it's crazy it's crazy but I'm listening and reading this book and I'm in this world again and I'm just so envious of I like I I'm so grateful to have a phone and there's something about my body is 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 genuinely now addicted to that stimulus. I have so much information. I have, there's so much good that comes with it. I can connect with anyone. But man, dude. I'm I crave just I don't want anyone to have a phone for like a week and just see how life goes. And see what that feels like, what that looks like, what what that brings out out of necessity to connect with others, you know, what you learn about yourself. You know, I, it's, it's insane, man. It's insane. And in this book, there was this one little portion of it where one of the characters, he ended up, he was like taking a bath. out, And that's another thing. Like, he's just, there's a stream of water and he just takes a bath in it, right? Um, and he's like literally like lying naked on this, this warm rock because the sun you know is beaming down and he's just drying out there and he like falls asleep and then he like wakes up and he can feel by being outside he can feel the change in temperature he can feel that it's about to rain the clouds start coming in and it's such a little thing like it seems super insignificant just that little tidbit of information but i started thinking about life and especially during the winter times, which I always find the most challenging for my mental, emotional, spiritual health and well-being, I am inside over 95% of the time. Probably like 98 you know, percent of the time. I am indoors and I am so disconnected to everything that is alive in life, like in life, you know? I am concealed and confined, you know, the air, the being in a boxed room, you know, again, shelter, I'm so grateful, I'm so grateful, there's like this little area of homelessness in Pottstown where I live, and I, 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 every time I drive by it, I just sit there, and I feel into what that's like, and it's not having genuine shelter, family, people to support you, I'm so blessed, I'm so blessed, but I'm like, man, I couldn't tell you the last time I was outside for an extended period of time, and felt the change of the the weather and that I knew instinctively that it was going to change it's again a muscle that I just don't flex anymore and I'll wake up in the morning and I'll check my phone to see what the weather's like so I'm just completely I think we have a sixth sense as human beings and this natural mechanism to survive and I think just with safety and with you know, living in this these confines and disconnected to the world, we just don't have to flex the muscles that bring out that sixth sense. So our, our sixth sense is dimmed, you know? And I'm like, dude, that's so gnarly. That's so heartbreaking. And, and, and like great trackers, you know, I think now, like if we go out, 
into some crazy part of the world and we see people who hunt for a living who are every single day you know spending eight plus hours you know hunting and and scavenging and they follow the stars and we look at them like what the how on earth are you doing this you know like it's not even a possibility for a human to do that i think because we're so disconnected from that superpower that i think we we all innately have but i just think all of our senses are becoming so dimmed because things are becoming so easy for us you know and again i'm so blessed i'm so blessed for the shelter for the family for all these mechanisms that we have to connect with each other faster and to entertain my mind and stimulate my brain you know like but there's a part of me that it's killing inside and i don't know man I don't know if anyone else feels that. Am I alone here? But I just, I think it's also, it's a, it's a know thyself. Socrates, know thyself. And I know moving forward in my life, I want to be in a state where I can, I can dis, it's like I can disconnect in nature, but no, I'm reconnecting to nature. And I want to be surrounded by it. And I want to live in a state where I can really enjoy the outdoors more than the indoors you know what i'm saying like that's how i want to live i want to be connected like that so i think it's all i think it's really important to know what you don't want to in, in order to get into a direction of what you do want it's a nice compass mcconaughey talks about that but yeah i was just feeling that man i was feeling that and it was every time i'm reading every time i'm doing anything sometimes i'll get a hit uh, a, a bit of information and i like to i like to always kind of make connections to how this can almost be inspirational, motivational, or things to look at that change the way you look at life, all kinds of things. So that was just one thing. And then I was listening to Simon Sinek talk about cell phones and talk about addiction. And this is, again, so gnarly. I, yesterday I actually made a vision board with my sister. Becky made a mood board. She made it very artistic because she's genuinely an incredibly artistic human and has an eye for it and a creative spirit and she's just very artistic and it's incredibly inspiring and I, I love her so much. And for me, I, I started off by just, I just have a board and I just wrote down in different areas of my life that I want to, that things that I want to work on and goals that I want to have. So like acting and fitness and finances and relationships and then my personal stuff. So I started writing stuff down and one of my personal goals after listening to that, that video by Simon Sinek is a, to disconnect have start creating habits where i can disconnect from my cell phone usage and fun fact i just balled out last week by my screen time was down 46 percent to like an hour and 10 minutes a day which i'm thinking about it. i don't even know how i did that i think that's crazy but most of my i'm like most of my screen time is usually on youtube watching like round tables or listening to podcasts but I, um listening to music all those that's where i really do the heavy lifting on my phone but I definitely have found myself waking up in the morning using my phone which is something I don't want to I don't want that to be in my morning routine and I find myself getting lost even for me because I am mindful I consider myself mindful but I can still feel it consuming me and controlling me or I can get lost for 15 minutes on on like TikTok or social or Instagram um, which maybe I know some people it could be like hours or one hour or two but like so it's not as crazy to that degree but it still scares the shit out of me it really does so and i and i i reflect and i and when i really sit down and i'm honest with myself and i think about where do i like when do i not have my phone on me when do i not have my phone on me and it's very rare that my phone is away from me you know even think about 
if you're in your room and then you go into the kitchen, you go into the living room, and then you go into the car and you're driving to the grocery store to get milk, and then you come back. You know, like, do, you, do we need our phone for all of these all of these places that we go? And I genuinely just carry my phone everywhere with me. And it's kind of heartbreaking and it's super unnecessary. And in the summertime, I, I do actually go to the park and I'll make a, and I'll be there for 30 minutes to an hour and I'll read outside and do some meditating or some mindful walking. And I'll leave my phone at home. That's kind of the only time I'm very, I'm really mindful of doing that. I'd love to continue more practices of disconnecting from my phone because again that it, it is 1000% an addiction and again this is still very new and I'm grateful because I didn't grow up with it but grow, kids growing up with it like it's already latching onto them and it's going to continue to latch on unless we start creating habits to break away a bit just to create a healthy dynamic with with our technology so it doesn't control us so we're not doing things aimlessly unconsciously that's when it can become dangerous everything I want to do in my life I want it to be intentional and mindful and the phone is one of those things that's kind of scaring me a little bit so I really want to I think I want to invest and buy an actual alarm clock because as much as I'd love to have a consistent wake-up time where my circadian rhythms are just firing and I wake up at the same time every morning my night routine has been a little off just with rehearsals at night. I don't get back to like 10.30. And then all my work shifts at JJ Radigan's, I'm usually back either between 10 and 11 p.m. And granted, I'd like to be in bed by 9.30. So um, it makes it challenging to wake up early in the morning. So I definitely need an alarm clock. But right now my phone's my alarm clock. So I'm just, that is an immediate, I have to touch my phone first thing in the morning. And then I end up getting sucked into it. And I just... I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. So I want at least like an hour where I can do a little bit of my morning routine. Man, but now that I'm thinking about it, like even part of my morning routine is listening to a guided meditation, which I use YouTube for. <laughs> it's so challenging. It's so challenging. But we'll find ways through it. But that is one, again, modern times is, I think, if you're listening to this, really start being mindful and honest and reflective over how we are in relation with our cell phones, in relation with our technology because I think it's so important. And again, I'm so grateful. I sit in gratitude every every day for my technology and my ability to connect and communicate. But at the same time, I don't want it to be the come to a point where the, the phone takes over. The phone is in control. The phone has become a habit to the point where I'm not conscious and I'm not actually making conscious decisions, right? And mindful, intentional decisions. That's when Wally happens and AI takes over and, blah, 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 and all, that, all that good stuff. Or not so good stuff, but... You know the drill, you know. I mean, Mission Impossible, the latest one, just scared the be- bejesus out of me because it felt so real with AI. So I just really want to be mindful, and I think it's 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 something we, we can all benefit from, is just creating small practices to slowly become more mindful with our usage. So yeah, so again, yeah, man, modern times. It's just, I try not to dwell too much on the negative, but sometimes you can get caught in the rabbit hole, and there's this... Like for me, Darren Olean, if you guys are familiar with him, he's this massive superfood guy. He's I'm pretty sure he's vegan, and he's massive, just an absolute beast of a human being. And he he was in, he was kind of one of the creators of Down to Earth with Zac Efron, that documentary where they would travel um, and search for superfoods, you know, seek blue zones, and and he's a very holistic approach kind of guy. And he wrote this book, I think I shared this in one of my other podcast episodes, where it's just exposing all kinds of industries, man. 
like pharmaceuticals, clothing companies, skincare products, food, water, just you name it. There is bullshit in a lot of stuff. And I was even like on my Instagram, there was a video of a doctor, a woman holistic healer talk about babies being born with these these blood pathogens or, or basically being being born with poisons already in their bloodstream from environmental toxins, from things that you know we're putting into our bodies that are going into the utero, into the kids. And it's just horrifying, dog. It's horrifying. And it is so challenging to make everything a mindful act because if we really meditate on it, we have to, we have to actually know exactly where everything that we're using comes from. And it's almost impossible to know now where our food comes from, where our toothpaste comes from, our skincare products come from, our toilet paper comes from, right? All of this is, is sourced out and out of our hands, which is why I remember thinking to myself, if the world went dark and we went off the grid and I had to fend, fight from like buy products that are everyday products, I don't even know how to go about it, you know? Toilet paper has like flame retardants in it, you know? Could be causing, causing cancer. You know, all these things. Again, I don't want to sound like a Demi Downer, but there's a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff behind the scenes. And it's harming individuals. It's harming families. It's creating sickness. It's creating diseases. It's disconnecting us. And when we are sick, we do not think at the highest level. When we are sick, it's easy to live in fear and to live in control. And it's all of these patterns that are being kind of created and we are growing exponentially fast as an evolution and through technology, yet we are sicker than we've ever been. It doesn't make any sense, yet it does. And I just think we need to be very mindful of it. So for me, I don't even know how to search for like third party testing and make sure all these products are healthy. I, I, and I, I don't trust any labels that much anymore. I don't know how to trust label. Like we were never taught that because you can read something that says, you know, BPA free or range free and all these things but there are so many loopholes to make it still unhealthy for you it's just when you really become conscious of this it's a fucking nightmare is what it is and so for me like dr christian gonzalez is someone that i really admire and i'll follow his information because he actually on he's a researcher and does the research to find good you know intentioned sustainable products dr yvonne burkhart she's amazing she has an incredible instagram yvonne y-v-o-n-n-e uh, Burkhart and she has a she's great because she'll expose mainstream products and then say what's what ingredients are in them that are damaging to the body and then give actual substitutes so it's not just about saying all right you can't have this you can't do this 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 is killing you this is hurting you this is you know all these bad things give us an option of what to do and that's what she does and she'll give you um, really healthy substitutes that are better for the body mind spirit so all that good stuff but modern times man it's hard living nowadays and ignorance is super bliss and it's just easier it's so much easier to just not worry and care but to what what's the cost of that what's the expense of that it's our health it's our livelihood it's our mind it's our it's our bliss it's our peace it's, it's so much man and i just want to take my power back and i'm i'm pretty young and i want to continue to fight for this and I think it's, I, for me, it starts with me. For you, it starts with you. It starts with us, you know, getting ourselves right, living in the highest vibration that we possibly can. And then once we, you know, get it all together, 
we start shining that light on everyone and then we start making a difference one step at a time one person at a time and i'm ready for it man i'm ready for it. i'm here i'm so excited to get in this industry and tell stories and you know getting back into doing that breathwork session today with my mom getting back into this holistic world you know we can we can do a lot of good in this world man and that's what i'm here for but it doesn't go without show that it is not easy i think in order to be a really healthy individual you really 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 have to fight which is which sucks right it sucks but i think it's worth fighting for i think it really is and the system has put us in a position where again it's not going to be easy but we'll find each other and when we find each other and we start you know coming together with that intention with love with that tribe it makes the process a lot easier a lot more wholesome a lot more beautiful we don't have to fight and swim upstream as much and we can i think make a lot of change so man i gotta have faith i gotta have faith i gotta have hope so that's what i'm here i just wanted to you know give some little information because i think it's always a great reminder to be mindful of everything that we do all the stuff we put on our body we put in our body and become yeah just become aware and intentionalized and take this power back into our own hands because it's, this is our one life y'all this is our one freaking life i'm here for it so let's go let's go baby let's go so that's all i got thank y'all for tuning in as always if you're digging this if you're vibing with this like, comment, rate, subscribe, review. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your loved ones. Remember, The Vampire Next Door is out on Amazon Prime. You can rent it there. Uh, it's a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Uh, check me out on Instagram at Larkin underscore Andrew or check me out on my website at andrewlarkin.me. And remember, y'all, small acts of kindness for you, for others. It makes the world go round. We need it now more than ever. Hug a loved one. Give a nice bear hug. Human touch is so healing. High five yourself because you are deserving, you are worthy, you are beautiful, you are brave, you are strong, you are present, and you are enough. You are enough, you are enough, you are enough. And always, 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 strive to live a lucid life. This is Andrew Larkin. One love.